Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jason, and I am happy to have you here at 1% or less with him. And uh, you are listening to His Heart Line. Today is Saturday, April 2nd, 2022. And I want to say welcome. Hopefully everybody's having a wonderful weekend so far. Today we're going to be reading out of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. And it reads, I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our ancestors were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea. And all of them were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. All ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. And the rock was Christ. Yet God was not pleased with most of them, for they were struck down in the desert. These things happened as examples for us so that we might not desire evil things as they did. And do not become idolaters, uh, idol, as some of them did, as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to revel. Let us not indulge in immorality, as some of them did, and 23,000 fell within a single day. Let us not test Christ, as some of them did, and suffered death by serpents. Do not grumble as some of them did and suffered death by destroyer. These things happened to them as an example, and they have been written down as a warning to us upon whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore, whoever thinks he is standing secure should take care not to fall. No trial has come to you but what is human. God is faithful and will not let you be tried beyond your strength. But with the trial, he will also provide a way out so that you may be able to bear it. Therefore, my beloved, avoid idolatry. I'm speaking as a sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I am saying. The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a participation in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a participation in the body of Christ? Because the loaf of bread is one we through, though many, are one body, for we are all partake of the one loaf. Look at Israel according to the flesh. Are not those who eat the sacrifices participants in the altar? So what am I saying? That meat sacrificed to idols is anything? Or that an idol is anything? No, I mean that what they sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to become participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and also the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the table of the Lord and of the table of demons. Or are we provoking the Lord to jealous anger? Are we stronger than he? Everything is lawful, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is lawful, but not everything builds up. No one should seek his own advantage, but that of his neighbor. 
Eat anything sold in the market without raising questions on grounds of conscience. For the earth and its fullness are the Lord's. If an unbeliever invites you and you want to go, eat whatever is placed before you without raising questions on grounds of conscience. But if someone says to you, this was offered in sacrifice, do not eat it on account of the one who called attention to it and on account of conscience. I mean not your own conscience, but the others. For why should my freedom be determined by someone else's conscience? If I partake thankfully, why am I reviled for that over which I gave thanks? So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do everything for the glory of God. Avoid giving offense, whether to Jews or Greeks or the church of God. Just as I try to please everyone in every way, not seeking my own benefit, but that of the many, that they may be saved. And that is the reading of chapter 10 in 1 Corinthians. Now, as I've always said before, I am not a biblical scholar. I am not ordained. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a priest, minister. I am none of that. In fact, I and barely even a student of the Bible, I am still studying it and trying to, I mean, I guess that would technically make me a student of the Bible, but I am not what you would call very astute, I guess, with it. I'm not very well versed. I am still reading on a daily basis, at least minimum one chapter a day. But I actually, today, I think today I read like four or five different chapters and this is one of them. And so I'm going to say that, I'm going to preface that with with that statement by saying, you know, just remember, I'm just a man who reads the Bible. I am not anyone who has any type of specialty or expertise on the Bible. Now, that said, there are a few areas here that I underlined that seemed kind of noteworthy. And one of the things is when we looked at verse, when I looked at verse 11, where it says these things happen to them as an example and they have been written down as a warning to us upon whom the end of the ages has come. You know, when you look at previous verses where it said, you know, basically do not grumble uh, for you'll suffer death by destroyer and, you know, do not indulge in immorality as some of them did. And, and you know, where 23,000 fell within a single day. And the reason it says there in verse 11 that these things happen to them as an example and that they have been written down as a warning to us. But yet here we are in 2022, in this nation, this world, particularly the West, our nation, our nation has been, has fallen such, so, such crazy levels on multiple levels of immorality. This is one of the reasons why they, being the cabal or whatever you want to say, right, the Satanists, the Luciferians, the devil worshipers, why they try to get rid of the Bible. Because it was written down as a reminder to us not to fall for these things, not to, you know, subject ourselves to this, not to indulge in these things, in the sins of the flesh, the things that are of this world. They were written down, and the reason they want to get rid of the Bible and they want to kill off Christianity and they want to do away with the, you know, do away with God and Christ and the Holy Spirit is because they don't want people of God to see what had happened to their ancestors previously when they did indulge in these things sexual immorality, 
pedophilia, ball worship, child sacrificing. Yeah, these were things that actually took place and are still taking place to this day. And the reason it's taking place to this day and only ramping up, and especially with the, you know, the LGBTQI, LMNOP, whatever alphabet groups that are out there that they're pushing out there in society and they're grooming kids in schools and in the TV and movies and video games, they're trying to get this immorality widespread throughout society even further. I mean, it's quickly spreading like a a, a, a gas fed wildfire. I mean, really. And there's a reason why they want to do with all of this, why they want to get rid of the Bible, why they want to do away with the Christian male father figure in the home. Because the hierarchy goes God, man. Well, I think if I was reading earlier, because I actually did see a chapter in this, but, you know, you had God and, you know, Jesus was under God in that hierarchy, right? And then you got man, and then woman, and then child. Well, they prey on women and children. And how do you kill off God? Well, you kill off the physical man and demoralize him, especially the male Christian, the strong masculine male Christian, and you do away with him. And that ultimately really puts a huge dampering on the Christian faith because when you get rid of that element and the whole puzzle here that God has constructed here that's meant to be in the natural order, then you can convince women and children, specifically children, to be whatever they want to be, to do as they please, to do what they want. To if you if Johnny wants to be a girl, he can be a girl and get a gender flip. If if little Susie Q wants to be a boy, she can do that. Cut your hair off and unveil yourself. Because again, that's also biblical too, with women having long hair. But the minute they cut off their hair and shave it off, that's actually they're unveiling themselves. From a spiritual standpoint. And it also talks about men and long hair, which that one I'm a little confused on because I thought Jesus had long hair. So I don't know. They were saying something about how men with long hair was basically veiling themselves, right? As if they were wearing a hat and that they would make that would deem them unholy. I don't know. I'm still kind of reading into that one. But again, like I said, still learning, just like you and me, just like just like you, right? But anyways, it's just that's what they want to do. They want to erase history so that we're not reminded of what happened to our ancestors when they subjected themselves and they, you know, indulged in all these immoralities and the sins of the flesh. Now, I did like this verse here where in verse 13 where it says, no trial has come to you, but what is human? God is faithful and will not let you be tried beyond a strength, but with the trial, he will also provide a way out so that you may be able to bear it. And I've always heard this as, you know, when I was in high school from my boss, my very first boss I ever worked for. And he always said, God will never give you more than he can handle. And he must have got that from this verse right here. Because with every trial that he, and God knows every trial you're going to go through. He knows every trial that humans going to go through. But you will not be tried so far that is beyond your own strength that you can pull from. And he will never give you a trial of which will never have a way out. There will always be a way provided 
so that you may be able, to be, be able to bear it. But the thing is, do you have the willpower? Do you have this inner strength to pull out of that trial? You know, I'm going to set this Bible down for a minute because it's a pretty heavy Bible. You know, here's the thing. And I keep talking about it in previous shows. There's no doubt in my mind that the Bible is real and God is real. Because why else would they initiate for years, for decades, for centuries, why would they initiate such an aggressive attack on the Bible and Christians? Clearly there's a reason. Could it be because it's real? Could it be because the power of God in Jesus Christ is much more real than people even realize? These are questions that I pose to you that you should think about. They don't go after any other religion as hard as they do Christianity. Why? Just think about it. Anyway, that concludes 1% or less with him. This was the reading of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I am Jason, the co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side here as the host. They are the ones at the wheel. They're the ones steering the ship through these crazy chaotic waters of life that we're in. But fortunately for us, they know how to navigate these crazy waters because they've created the world that these waters are on. We close this out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for this day. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for the discernment. And we pray that we can keep building this up. Spread your good news. Spread your good word. Keep guiding me. Keep guiding those that listen to this. And help others encourage you know, others in their own lives to maybe even start their own podcast or blog, or whatever it is, or even a text chain to spread your word. That is one thing about you, God. You are infinite, and there is abundance with you. There is never scarcity. I encourage everybody out there, and hopefully with your help, Lord, we can get more podcasters out there and more broadcasters and radio spreading your good word, your good news, to help others get Christ in their heart. I pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. That's it for the day. And I will be back for his hardline discussion. Thank you. Have a blessed night. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Hardline. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.ishardline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.